Welcome to the IBM Podcast Network. TFG Football is an IBM production and you can also check out their other awesome shows like Geek Fruit with fellow and television geek stages Jishnu and Dinkar as they discuss the world of science fiction and nerd culture. You're listening to TFG Football. Hello and welcome everyone. This is the new episode of the TFG Football Podcast. And what are we talking about? Of course, football, football and football. And what do we have today, Kevin? Today, birthday. Yes, it's not a player, it's not a coach's birthday, but it's a team's birthday. And the team is Mumbai FC. Mumbai FC was founded today in 2007. It's been 10 long years. Wow, it's been a great uh, year. But then it's this, the last season was not that great for them, but... If you take that year aside, they've done really good to stay up. Mumbai FC plus Khalid. Yes, that was the that was the what do you say equation, and that's how the results came in. But then once it was taken out, and then the team just fell apart. And uh, well, how much ever we make fun of that, uh, in the end we will be calling, we will be talking about that. So uh, players will be playing over there, and we won't be we won't have a choice but to talk about it because that will be in the end eventually the top division league. So. Now, uh, let's keep the jokes aside. Uh, we wish Mumbai FC uh, good luck. I hope they... I mean, we still have the same things to say. Like, uh, what do you say? Like, they've not said anything. Not a word after their relegation. Uh, they have a chance. We spoke about it that they do stand a chance to, you know, probably appeal for to get back in the top division. No, yeah, if I will call them back. Yeah. <laughs> Just to fill up the numbers. Yeah. Just cite then, uh, what, a exa- what an exemplary performance you all mm. gave against, even after being... No, uh, with under so much controversies and difficult circumstances, mm. you all played. You all played your heart out. We want you back. <laughs> but yeah, but there's no no voice, no nothing from the management. I hope that happens. At least today they say something because <laughs> whatever it's their birthday. Uh, now let's move on to what we're going to talk about today extensively. Uh, now this is we've been talking about this in, in since day one, and we've been saying it's a very negative thing. It's a very bad thing for our players. But once again, it's in the limelight because ISL wants to do what they want to do. Uh, they're once again going to have a draft system. And uh, Chiranjit and Kevin will be, you know, getting us all the details of why it has drawbacks and why it is a negative, why we see it as a negative thing for the players and for their future. So Chiranjit, let's start with you. Uh, why don't you break, break, uh, give us some details and take us through what exactly is oh, this draft look, system? Uh, you know, this, this, look, it, nothing is an absolute negative, okay? It's like, uh, you know, you're just uh, saying, uh, we'll just see this as a negative Look, there are many aspects of it that are negative. And it it would be wrong to say that we are the only ones who are finding faults with it. it you know, if uh, Football Players Association of India uh, completely opposed it, uh, I think we just, uh, we can go back to the interview episode we had with uh, Renedi Singh. He explicitly said, hey, look, we don't like the draft. No player likes the draft at all. Mm. Uh, you know, Fifth Pro actually stood with the FBI when they said uh, that, you know, Footballers are workers. They should be able to choose which club they play for. Okay, mm. they they should have the right to determine their working conditions. And draft draft is obviously something that takes that choice away. You know, and I, I as a football fan, I always have a problem with any system where the player cannot pick which club he plays for because I have a special amount of respect for players who stick with the club out of their love. It's just something I... It's a bit of a romantic thing for me. Like Ryan Giggs 
sticking with uh, uh, you know Manchester United hmm. like Sherlin Manna never playing for another club other than Mohan Bagan hmm. it's 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 it generates a respect for that player and if you have a system where you don't have uh, you know where the player cannot even say which club he's going to play for it's it just kills that uh, part with it it just makes it complete business and uh, i know that business is you know necessary in 21st century football but when you have a global open transfer market system hmm. you don't really need to just screw the players further hmm. you know and and i two reasons i think the reason it happened in 2014 was because they were having eight Uh, amateur teams i mean uh, until they get the club licensing i will call them amateurs uh, teams uh, all the isl franchises because that's what they are uh, not recognized as professional clubs and in 2014 especially they did not have any experience of dealing transfer business or working out deals with players or mm. uh, you know uh, how to negotiate properly with player agents so what isl did was they became the agent or, or the middleman they signed all the players put them on a pool and uh, these uh, uh, you know uh, these uh, owners they were just sitting and sipping their cocktails and just picking the name hmm. you know they didn't have to talk to the players they didn't yeah. have to uh, ask them what do you want you know is is money your goal or maybe you want to go to a team where that play pays you less but you get more game time hmm. uh, but but it's understandable it was the first season okay it's a it's a two month thing everything is being rushed through nobody has experience so you give them that ease on the first time right right why why do you why do you do it in 2015 as well mm-hmm. like they did it again there was another draft system and almost everybody was put back on the draft and nobody had control over where they were going to play mm-hmm. yeah. again it happened 2016 was the only time when uh, you know it it looked like okay you know they they're going to get uh, they keep becoming better because there's no more draft there's no more stupid auction or anything mm. even auction I have a problem with because yeah. again the player does not choose uh, where uh, where he's going to play mm. uh, 2016 it seemed like yeah they get they getting better but again uh, some of the teams got screwed by agents simply because they don't have the kind of network or connection with scouts that a real club should have and they they had to pay a lot of inflated salary uh, to some of the uh, players because of that and i understand that you know you're just trying to do this on a smaller budget you're already facing a huge amount of loss so you want to control the cost but that is up to you you have to step up and take the responsibility that that if a player you think is asking uh, more than you can pay then move on to a next player look for talent you know mm. actually employ a couple of scouts around the year who will go around looking for talent but no you want the recognizable names you want the superstars you want that show aspect of it so if you're not uh, but you don't want to pay the premium because uh, you know the, the player simply can negotiate so suddenly I think this was almost unanimous that ISL teams, the original ISL teams, not Bengaluru FC, not Tata. I'm uh, when I talk about the ISL teams, it's the original eight teams. They consented to ISL bringing back the draft system, hmm. and this is nothing but detrimental to Indian players. Nothing but detrimental. I I am I tried to find 
positive aspects of it and why it would be better than an open transfer market system i could not come up with a single reason i have not seen anybody and i have actually like uh, uh, arguments on twitter with isl and some of the people associated with isl franchises as well nobody has given me a single positive aspect of the draft system other than mm-hmm. saying well players cost too much okay. that's that's such a coward like thing to say right. players cost too much right. how are i league clubs who have much smaller budget than you and much uh, a uh, less money power than you making do with a open market transfer system i have not seen a single highly club ask for a draft mm. like the the, the the one time they said let's make it a unified draft was simply a, a reactionary statement saying okay if isl has a draft let let us be a part of it too so that we get some of the players mm. it was a reaction to what isl said never have i seen highly clubs come out and say hey let's change the system and let's make it a draft based thing if they can do it why can't you take your own responsibility hmm. and uh, i i don't know it just it just it just spells out incompetence and unprofessionalism for me hmm. i i cannot find better words to describe it hmm. kevin your take on the whole thing players will be affected uh, firstly the choice is taken away they do not have any any more freedom to pick the club they want to because right. you know uh, we don't we we have not reached the stage where the player has an agent and who knows about the market who knows about what value needs to be given to the player uh, i'm talking about the market value because if that is not in players players themselves do not know is this the right amount that is uh, that is up for me in the market so it makes the player helpless in a way because you are letting someone to set a price on you and even that that say a player wants to grow in a in a club where there there's something to learn for him and he's put in a club where he's there on the bench but never might never get a chance hmm. so the career path is not really you know in line so there there that's a problem for me because even the clubs who been you know scouting players who've grown up player over the years will have to just let go of that player and he he goes in the draft and he might just land up in any in any club hmm. it's a loss for a club first and then the player even i don't make any sense out of this draft system because the minimum wages policy is also being not applied over mm. here it's been said by the administration and every player will be just you know just picked and just thrown here and there yeah. out of the choice for me the freedom of the players have been taken away yeah now we also see now since is coming back again in this season uh chiranjit and kevin it's both to you uh how do you see if now this is the first time not the first time but you know as we see a collective stand from the players you know that they are finally voicing it out uh, everyone's coming around saying no we don't like it we are still waiting for the mess to be settled and only then we sign it sign for the teams or whatever but how do you see if this becomes a bigger protest like the players say no we are not interested in the draft system we completely uh, want to stay away from it and we give us the freedom just like what we are talking right now how do you see that panning out then what if there is someone who can talk for the players it's the football players association but they again do not have enough power do not have enough recognition hmm. to put their voices for because they they uh, put forth their suggestion that uh, players are against the draft yeah. they've had a survey they've taken a poll and that suggests that the players do not want to get in the draft right but what is the empowerment to this body right you know they have just comes and says we do not recognize fpai hmm. Hmm. 
so they are left helpless they hmm. they they cannot you know uh, fight for something unless hmm. they are given the enough authority hmm. naturally if all the players come out and say like leave the body aside if they take a stand no, and no, say no 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 look 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 players don't have the power here period hmm. they are not making the decision now let's say let's say you are a player okay hmm. so you know that all the recognition all the uh, sponsors all the eyeballs are towards isl hmm. so and you are looking at i league clubs which are being driven into further financial troubles because all the money uh, and all the sponsors want to invest in isl mm. that's where the more eyeballs are because it's simply the better promoted tournament so obviously you want to go there mm. and 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 now it's an open secret that uh, maybe next season or two years later isl will be the top division right it's it's already it's already become the unofficial uh, top division so to speak in, in terms of the treatment it gets from the federation and the promoters hmm. and i'm the reliance controls both isl and i league by the way so i uh, they give preference to isl so isl is obviously the better place to be hmm. so uh, as a player it's a no brainer you want to be there in isl right. and if isl decides that we're going to have a player draft you know do you think they are asking the players no they are asking the team owners hmm. you know the team owners pay them franchise fees so hmm. they are not they are not being impartial they are not looking out for everybody here it is not about developing indian football this is about hold uh, you know looking out for their stakeholders and by stakeholders meaning those who pay them money yeah so not all the stakeholders yeah. theoretically players are the most important stakeholders of any footballing structure right, right. but here it's them who get put at the bottom of the list hmm. okay it's the it's the owners then the sponsors then the uh, players hmm. that's the hierarchy hmm. so it it leads to some unfortunate things as well uh, i mean one of the things I, uh, that really like uh, bothered me or, or sort of pissed me off uh, in on a very subjective level was uh, remember a 2014 draft uh, jackie chan singh and satyajit singh Mm. they there there was a video that was played beforehand like they said look we have always played together since our school days and they were playing uh, for uh, royal windo back then yeah. you know together uh, it it was uh, both of them at both wings it was brilliant to watch them play together it was uh, an awesome combination right? right and they came out and said please whichever team picks us please pick us together, together. Hmm. okay we want to we want to play together hmm. and they were for the first time placed apart right okay and i don't think either of them has played that well since then hmm. yeah okay i mean jackie chan singh has done really well in the in, in the national team hmm. uh, he's he's been uh, decent uh, throughout but that magic is gone you know hmm. Hmm. if if i am pretty sure if they had the choice at that point to pick which club they pay, played for they would go for a club that wanted them both and yeah. played them both in the wings they would do that even if they got less money hmm. Hmm. simply because they, uh, they they wanted to be there together and uh, you know develop together but it it just that that's uh, you know that very human aspect of it hmm. you know uh, they, they could have they could have become uh, a legendary winger duo like manish bidesh uh if if they were given the choice but since then they have not been together and 
frankly, it's just not the same anymore. So that that magic goes away for me. And there are practical concerns as well. I mean, this this is this is something uh, I think the ISL fans will uh, understand better. I don't think they care about uh, that magic aspect of it. Hmm. Let's say you are a player who thinks you can make uh, 40 lakhs a year. Okay. Who, who should be worth 40 lakhs a year, okay. right? But there are other players who are also almost as good, who who would also want to make 40 lakhs a year. But there are only so many teams and so many, uh, you know, uh, positions available. Mm. You know, uh, it's like, it's like how many? Uh, about 17 into 10, which means about 170 Indian players will be uh, uh, playing in ISL mm. while they will at least sign some 250 players for the draft. So there's a chance that you will go unsold. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you know there are three other players who are almost as good as you, mm. who will also uh, who are also worth 40 lakhs. Yeah. So how do you make sure you don't go unsold? You lower your own price. Right? right? Yeah. And the others do the same. Mm. You see, you're, 40, you're worth 40 lakhs, so you might say, okay, I'll put it 35 lakhs. And somebody else might think, oh, that guy may put it, uh, uh, put himself at 35 lakhs. Mm. Maybe I should tag myself at 30 lakhs. Because, why? Because... So I can the, be picked. The team, I don't go unsold. Mm. The, the team has a limited amount of budget, right? right. The team has a budget. This, this year, they will have a budget of 18 crores. Mm. And they will buy eight foreigners with it. This is a uh, this is something I want to do a correction. I, yesterday I was mentioning this and I said ten years, ten, ten foreigners. Squad, yeah. That that was yeah that was last year. Last mm. year was ten foreigners. This time it's eight foreigners. Mm. So out of that eighteen crores, maybe you pay the marquee player. If you're signing a marquee player, you will pay him big money, which will be outside the purse. Mm. Even without that, you will at least be spending eleven to twelve crores on the foreigners, right. which leaves six to seven crores for 17 Indian players. Mm. And once you have paid the star strikers, maybe uh, about a crore mm. or or, uh, or something like that. Maybe you have four or five really big time players who are commanding, uh, you know, next to, next to, uh, close to a crore. You have very small amount of money left for the others. Mm. Yeah. So it's already, it's already the draft is set up to, you know, incentivize the players to lower their own prices because they will be thinking, okay, if 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 a team signs Sunil Chetri for 1.5 crore, then how much money do they have left? Mm. They will go for somebody cheap yeah. to fill a fill a winger position or fill a side back position. So, let's say you are putting your price down by five lakhs. Somebody does uh, puts their price down by ten lakhs. And then all that happens. Let's say, let's say you are uh, you you made forty lakhs uh, in the previous year. This time you uh, you know put yourself at thirty lakhs. You still go unsold. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So if you go unsold at thirty lakhs, then do you think a uh, uh, do you think a club, maybe a I League club, which may be interested to take you, mm. do you think that club will pay you even close to that money? Like they will say you asked for thirty lakhs, you didn't get it. Yeah. Right, so so we won't give you anything more than twenty lakhs. Mm. So suddenly you are making half of what you made last year, yeah. and there's no way to make it up because both are running in parallel. You can either be in ISL or you can be in I League. Yeah. So so the draft system screwed you so publicly that 
it just it just cut down your income hmm. yeah and and just just see the damage this does 20 lakhs a year sounds a lot to many but players have short careers yeah and they live expensive lives they have to eat healthy they have to they just they they have kind of expenses that normal people don't hmm. yeah you know but so so 20 lakhs for a for a good player is nothing it's it's pittance hmm. so so that's the situation it's creating back when back when but in an open transfer system you can say like hey uh, you you're you're talking to me you're you're offering me 30 lakhs there's somebody who is offering me 35 lakhs hmm. and even if this one team passes on you at 30 lakhs it's not a public thing yeah it's a little bit you price does not get publicly bought down right yeah yeah so you you don't lose your value to other clubs right right yeah so so see see how this is the the very private and crucial and and possibly confidential process of negotiation between a player and a club hmm. it's being turned into a reality show yeah where if you are if you are rejected you're marked for life yeah. and i will guarantee you that some of the best players maybe most of the really good players will be picked by icel teams they they become really good yeah. uh, at picking now but some of the really good players who simply don't have the i league record to back them up they don't have the name recognition or the uh, or the number of goals or matches in under their belt they will be unsold mm-hmm. and and they will they will lose their value big time yeah. uh, if you if you want to look at an example look at rolling boges in yeah. in 2015 absolutely yeah right they went unsold constantine went around the tables telling please take role role in boges please take role in boges they were like what he plays played a few games for sporting club de goa hmm. he is nothing he's nobody so they they ignored him then he plays for the national team and does so well hmm. suddenly next year they are all clambering after him yeah. they all want him yeah. so see see how imperfect this is see how amateurish and destructive this is for the players hmm. i don't really care if if a if a you know billionaire team owner has to spend a few extra lakhs uh, inflated price just because the players are commanding more value now hmm. and as it should be you know the the football economy is growing so the players should be direct beneficiaries of that their income should go up but now you are complaining that the players are asking for too much money and you want to cripple them cripple their careers yeah like this it's just toxic hmm. yeah absolutely now kevin how do you look at these you know when you're looking at a sport you look at the players right the players find they are the ones who form the sport and they are the ones who play and when you're treated like this and there are no players when you have you know how do you see the sport growing or how do you see this new young players lester jaranjit mentioned taking the point from him that the star names the big names will be taken by the teams you know because you've seen them just like we saw he gave an example ronan borges the first season he didn't, they didn't nobody wanted him but suddenly when they saw him play for the national team play good everybody wanted him now there'll be so many new crops in that draft system who won't be picked and just like you know their value will come down though their talent is much more than whatever the value they've termed it's just like a product buying a product i mean it's so bad and so shameful for anyone who's sitting out there so how do you see how do you look at all of this stuff well, firstly it's degrading things yeah. you know uh, players value players talent it's just being put down you know uh, what you do is uh, you you see a player rise his talent is there he makes a name for, for himself 
his market value increases and all of a sudden he's he just brought into the trough and he's just as good as the other players yeah because you're doing that to a very good player who's been growing and he this the draft just degrades everything it's beyond understanding that why this is required it's obvious that the monetary the things are first in place and la- the development is later on you know as chiranjit correctly just gave us an example hmm. of why would a player want to go into a team he wants to play if he wants to play he'll want to just reduce his price by some some margin but then if he's not sold hmm. he's not been taken by any club now yep. there, there's also a problem that uh, if isl if the draft happens sooner than uh, sooner or later there's a problem with the i league clubs you know they do not have enough players to pick hmm. if the i league if the isl draft happens quite in advance you see the best of players being put down in the value but they are playing for an isl team because they want to be you know in the top league mm. they want to be recognized so that they, their career can grow yeah. and pick that player who's see a player that is not picked in that draft goes unsold and he's not picked by any i league club he's just losing out an entire year mm. you know what does that mean for a player what if it demotivates him And it does. Know. It does because you'll be watching from the sidelines. You do not get to uh, uh, grow. Your work for the entire life just goes down by that one year. It's for a player. It's very demotivating, and it's it's a career-breaking path actually. Hmm. If hmm. he's not playing anywhere, hmm. that's a very pos- very much possible move. Very much possible thing that is there once you have the draft in place, and you'll see a lot of players being just you know thinking about alternate careers. or just trying to go abroad by some yeah. contacts yeah. because they don't see any value in their own country. Hmm. Chiranjit, now we're coming to the end of the show but I want to ask you this players who get picked not the big names. We know the big names will get uh, big teams and you know all the attraction and everything. But what about those smaller players who are still rising who are still growing and they are picked by a team okay by the draft system and they feel fortunate enough okay they have got a team they will play for it. but what about then the management making them warm the bench because we've seen that in the past as well in, in the initial stages so how do you see all of that yeah. playing out yeah see the see the thing is that let's say let's take jackie chan for example yeah. went to east bengal yeah. uh, and he got benched for uh, entire uh, season yeah right yeah. so this happens in any any kind of system this may happen hmm. but still you say hey, jackie chan nobody made you go to east bengal you signed it hmm. you you decided you picked your own club hmm. right so the responsibility is with you so it's nobody to blame hmm. but what if it's let's say if, uh, what if Mo- let's say mohan bagan played in uh, in isl hmm. okay and they picked players through draft hmm. and kim lewis got picked into mohan bagan through draft hmm. so he's a great player uh, in the left wing but he's competing with uh, sony norde yeah. so he gets benched hmm. so so uh, you know if the player had no consent in it then then who do, then it's it's a terrible thing to happen to that player yeah. he did not have that uh, uh, choice uh, of going into a Uh, team where he's on almost certainly going to be benched, but he was forced to go there. And why would you want that on you? Why would you want that on your conscience as a, as a league organizer or mm. or a or a, uh, or a uh, you know commercial partner of the federation right. uh, of of putting a player in that position? Because a player, you should look out for the players. You should 
you know try to get them uh, as much opportunities as possible mm. now the the worst part here is that now you either play in isl or in i league so it's not like if you go and uh, go to isl and get benched mm. you can look forward to i league uh, from january and then you you get some game time and you recover yourself and next season suddenly you're valuable again if a player gets bossed by bought by an isl team and is benched for the entire season that player's value will go down so much yeah. next time yeah. and and that is that's that is also another beef i have with the draft system hmm. it's because it it just makes a player's association with the club so temporary yeah so temporary and you, you what are we i thought we were supposed to be moving towards a better uh, you know better treatment of players from the clubs which means longer contracts which means clubs actually having a close relationship with the players saying uh, you know uh, making making investments in developing them over a the long term like bengaluru fc is doing mm. right now it it's it looks like they will have to you know all the all the five year contracts they made we were hearing that okay uh, isl may exempt that and let them keep those players but no confirmation hmm. it may be a case where bengaluru fc with all the multi year contract uh, players that they have uh, uh, you know they already have uh, signed and most of them like nishu kumar uh, or somebody they, these are under 21 under 20 players if isl does not decide to exempt them which is hmm. ridiculous it's like it's like asking for somebody from somebody else to keep your own place which, which is the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard in football hmm. if they don't they will they will be forced to let them go yeah and most of the players and what what if like players like gudanta singh has done so well in uh, bengaluru if he stays in bengaluru he will uh, get to play with uh, uh, let's say chetri and some really good players and uh, also play at the asian level hmm. Uh, which no other isl team gives him a chance to do at the point why is why is bengaluru if, if they want to keep udanta singh forced to give them up because there's a there's a retention limit right now mm, like right. you can keep only two players and sign two more from uh, open market so the uh, so for bengaluru and tata it's like you can make only four indian player signings from open market mm. right Mm. So, so Bengaluru FC can actually just keep four players. What about the rest? What, what if they want to keep everybody and everybody wants to stay? Yeah. Who are you to just get in the middle and say you cannot do that? Mm. Like, so you're destroying the relationship between a club and a uh, and a player. Right. You're destroying the what could be potentially long term. What you know, having a club that cares about you is the best thing that can happen for a player. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And and it's it's uh, job security is so rare. if a club says you want to uh, let's stay with us for 3 years it's it's like heaven for a player mm. but you're just creating a situation where that's becoming impossible to do and and it's affecting i league clubs as well right. just look at how what they're doing um, east bengal mohan bagan are making teams for calcutta football league mostly mm. they they uh, they're not make, thinking about i league at the moment uh all the goa teams they're making teams for goa pro league mm. i'll let's see uh, i i am in isol right now i spoke to uh, somebody connected to the team they're thinking about mizoram premier league not i league right now yeah. you know what they're doing they're waiting for the isl draft to get over mm. and they want to look at who gets unsold because they know some really good players 
will be there who will not get a team okay okay and and then they will go and buy them for super cheap hmm. okay so you are forcing the i league clubs as well to to not invest game. yeah to to not take a proactive uh, you know approach towards building like long term relationships with players yeah. so it's it's just it it's like a toxin it's like a cancer and and i don't care if this is the one time it's happening if from next season it's not going to happen at all mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of damage yep. a lot of players will suffer because what is happening this year mm. it ha- it has uh, hurt players every time it has happened and it's going to hurt players this year as well yeah it's absolutely in very very bad state but on closing point kevin what would you like to say can we do uh, without the draft <laughs> if that's possible then please have it because again uh, you know it's sad for a player to just degrade himself and be there in, in the draft when he knows he's already been undervalued mm. yep yeah well hopefully we see some some light at the end of it and uh, we do see like the federation the ones running the football all the franchises do take consideration and to take uh, note of this and you know probably say okay let's not have it because the players they finally take uh, players into consideration and not put themselves ahead of it uh, let's hope for the and, best and i i feel teams should grow up people yeah. who are asking for the uh, you know uh, for the draft they should just grow up and yeah. do it like everybody else does in the civilized football world exactly every club in the world like bait lower division clubs even lower division clubs can handle their own transfers mm. why do you need i am reliance to play uh, middleman yeah you know why can't you why can't you go out and actually sign players rather than sitting in a comfortable chair in an ac room and just picking names yeah. so it's it's, it's think- shameful i think they should be ashamed of themselves who want this Yeah on that question we leave it at that and this is a question addressed to all those people the franchises the federation the IMG alliance who was running the so called running the indian football at the moment it's bad just just hopefully you get out of it and give us give us fans and the players a good answer to it uh now if you're listening to our show on youtube hit like share subscribe to our channel hit the bell icon so you get updates of our new episode uh, do let us know what do you think about all your thoughts about the draft system in our comment section and if you're listening you can also listen to our show on audio boom soundcloud and various other podcasting apps do follow the tfg football twitter handle where you get updates of everything in football and you can also read about all these stories up on our website the fangarage.com you can talk to us directly चिरंजीत ओझा बोजो केवन सुजू मैथ्यू नाइंटी फोर है एंजॉय द शो चेयर्स was Tantrik Steve from Hansraj College Delhi performing at IIT Bombay's Mood Indigo. Just like them there's a lot of new talent and art coming out of colleges all across India but unfortunately most of this goes completely unnoticed or ignored. To fix this we started atkt.in. Hi, I'm Ankur. I'm a musician and a rapper and I found that one of the best things about being an artist myself is finding new talent. Through atkt.in Tanya my colleague who's a dancer and our whole team really is putting all of our efforts into discovering and promoting all the coolest talent that's coming out of colleges all across India and this goes up on our website our social media TV radio and now of course this podcast with IVM make sure you go to our website support the talent with your likes your shares your comments all of that really matters 
go ahead check it out adkt.it उनका ऐप सब आपकी उंगलियों पे